Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Here's the thing about Germany, why I made the curators pick of the Hollywood French What's going on, people? Let's get this rocking and rolling today, moving and grooving today. Listen, people, episode 40, hashtag observations, TFR, by Crazy D with my special guest host, my sister, Tanya M. Congress. Let's check out the mic. Let's make sure that everything is going Cope aesthetic this morning. So how's your morning going so far? It is. It was a little rushed this morning, but all in all, I'm glad to be alive and breathing and uh, being a black woman. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and uh, we had talked earlier this morning. I don't know what you have for breakfast, what you got today, but today, if I can get this in the camera. Okay, I got frozen pineapples and strawberries i'm a little challenged here you think that needs some fan app okay i I have some frozen strawberries and pineapples and i have some fresh ginger and today my tea is um i'm going to tell you what the tea is and can't remember it it is coriander so it's made from straight coriander seed. You boil the coriander in a pot in eight ounces of water and uh, three tablespoons of coriander in eight ounces of water. And once this book come to a complete boil, you strain it and the tea comes out like a uh, like a caramel color. It doesn't have a bad taste at all. It just has the scent of the coriander. So I'm doing it with no honey, no sugar, just a straight coriander. Sounds good. Sounds good. I thought for a minute the 5G had got you. Short term, <laughs> long term. You know what? No, that. honestly, though. No, seriously. Seriously. You know, I'm, I'm going to have to. I sleep with my phone in the bed. I'm going to start turning my phone off and leaving it in another room. That's what I'm going to start doing. I'm just going to have to do that because ain't nobody calling during that time. Anyway, so I'm just going to start doing that. But sometimes I'll fall asleep with my headphones on listen to some frequency music but i have another alternative i have some nice speakers on this computer i can just leave that on yeah you know a few years back when malcolm mclaren passed he had the men menges uh, somewhere where the cancer puts a film over the muscles and they said that most likely he got it from the air blowing from the studio speakers Cause back in the day, wow. they, used to, they used to build studio speakers with asbestos. 
And I remember we used to be in the studio over at uh, Rest in Peace, EQ's, producer of Rope Dope Style. We used to be um, Gerald Levert, but rest in peace to Gerald Levert too, but Levert's Rope Dope Style, he produced that. And we were in his studio and we used to just sit there and listen to the tracks and let that air breathe on the recess as the 808 was ringing, the air would just blowing you and it would be hot in the studio. So the air coming from out the speaker would feel so cool and good and you would be feeling the 808. And come to find out that these instruments that you use to create your music also had asbestos in them. Now they have taken the asbestos out. But check your speakers and not to mention the radiation that was coming from the equipment that you had to turn on. You know, it was radiation coming from the equipment and you had to kill the sound of the hum by mixing it into the low mid to low to mix in with the 808. That was a mix secret with the knobs. But anyway, we want to shout out to the people who are watching us on Periscope Vimeo, FB, and the Film Review Life channel on YouTube. Smash the share button, smash the like button, smash the tags, tag your people in this, like it, share it, let people know that we are on because this is episode 40, Jeffrey Tubin, Critical Mass, Four Fingers, One Thumb, and Rosie Palm election stimulation. Or as how we shorted it, as we shorted it to pass the censor test, because you know that certain people are now starting to practice censorship. And if you think that them practice censorship is good now, you just wait until they start practicing censorship on you. Jeffrey Tubin, Critical Mass Election Stimulation. That's how we uh, shortened it. Observations TFR, episode 40. For all of you who don't know who Jeffrey Tubin is, don't know what happened, you, you're not in the know in the news, We're go it's all gonna be filled in for you, but you're gonna wanna smash the share button, the like button, all of that because this show is about to be a bumpy ride and it may even entertain, of course we're entertaining every day, but it may just entertain you even more today. Jeffrey Tubin, suspended from the New Yorker magazine. Suspended from the New Yorker magazine after colleagues watched him pleasuring his twig and berries. While on break, mistakenly, Tubin says he thought he had muted the camera. He muted the camera. Hmm. Anyone who's <laughs> used Zoom knows you mute the microphone and it's another process to cut the camera off. Why it's perfectly in the right of the New Yorker and CNN to give him time to sort out a personal matter. That is why it is perfectly 
fine and suitable for the New Yorker and CNN to give him time off to sort out a personal matter. Is this a distraction? Yes and no. It's not, it's fair game. Even the juice, OJ Simpson says so. Yes, yes, because this somehow is going to keep American blacks back from receiving reparations. Somehow they're gonna find a way to keep American blacks from receiving reparations due to Jeffrey Tubin pleasuring his twigs and his twig and berry. The phone lines are open. Let's discuss. The phone lines are open. 213-943-3358. 213-943-3358. So without further ado, let's get started with some memes. Now we're gonna start out with something that is totally off the mark. It's nowhere on the reservation whatsoever what we're talking about. But I saw this meme and I thought it was something great to start with. And I'm gonna ask you, Tanya, people of a certain age group, Generation X, and possibly those who watch Cartoon Channel, you know, it's not the way it used to be for us because we only had three stations, you know, and maybe uh, you and then a UHF station where the cartoons play, right? The question is, it's Saturday morning and you only have time to watch one. Choose. Can you see those, can you see those cartoons that are listed there, Tanya? And you can only watch one. It's Saturday morning, you can only watch one. Which one would you choose? You can only choose one. Which one do you choose and why? Um, I like Underdog. And the reason why I like Underdog, even though I like uh, all of them, uh, Underdog, I like that because in my experiences in life, now I don't consider myself an underdog, but there have been others that considered me underdog, right? And the story of Underdog, he, he, he was an underdog. He was... He was you know, under the whole concept of being an underdog is that you are underrated. You're not expected to produce or you're not expected to be able to pull through or you're not expected to to be able to operate at a higher level of things. So is the estimation of those who label you that. Um, but he always came through and it wound up that underdog was a superhero. So he always saved the day. So I like underdog and I've posted that. Um, that cartoon, that very thing right there, I posted that on my timeline with some commentary about two or three times over the last couple of years. So I love Underdog. That's why. Okay, so Underdog, you know, for me, you know, not Captain Caveman or Popeye the Sailor Man or Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? Or Fred Flintstone, no, none of that. But, uh, Meet George Jetson. I would pick the Jetsons because the Jetsons were Hanna Barbera. Matter matter of fact, as I'm looking at it, no, yeah, out of one. Flintstones were too, right? Yeah, a lot of them are Hanna Barbera, right? 
Um, but I would pick the Jetsons because the Jetsons were similar to uh, the Flintstones, except for the Flintstones were in the Stone Age and the Jetsons were in the future. And we're trying to still see those flying cars still in the 21st century we're supposed to be here. So I would still go with Meet the Jetsons. Yeah, that's who I would pick, right? Who would you pick, people? Leave your comments. The chat line is open. The chat line on FB and the chat on YouTube on the Film Review Live channel is open. Leave your chat or 213-943-3358. All right. So that was a nice uh, detour for a minute. But let's get to it now as we lead to getting to laying the rubber to the roll. Right. All right. Here we go. You know. I've got puns for days as we, as a plumber, gonna lay the pipe. You know what I mean? If you know what I'm saying, Jeffrey Tubin, you're gonna lay the pipe. Okay, if someone gets mad at you for creating a boundary, consider that a sign, a good sign, that the boundary was necessary. This is one that my sister Tanya put up. If someone gets mad at you for creating a boundary, consider that a good sign that the boundary was necessary. So I'm gonna let you speak to that for a second. Yeah, you know, what happens is a lot of times we take people at face value and then they begin to, but their character is not good and they begin to prove that their character is not good by the things they they do or do not do. They do not do what they're supposed to do and they do the stuff they're not supposed to do. And so when you begin to set a boundary, because these things are beginning to cost you in one way or another, if it's costing you money, costing you time, costing you mind space, costing you heart space, you know what I'm saying? And so you you look at it and you consider, hey, this person is not, uh, I need to put some, but I like them. I like them a lot, but they need boundaries in my life because they're not doing right. And then when you set those boundaries, they have an attitude. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, you brand new now. Oh, uh, uh, you changed now. Oh, 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 it's like that. Yeah, honey, it's like that. Cause you like that. All right. So people smash the share button, smash the like button because we're getting ready to hit the rubber to the roll. But I have to say this is. Who is this, Tanya? Who is this? Who is this? When you look at this, who who do you see? Well, I would say that would be a more accurate description of Jesus Christ. Okay, okay so this, this, this right here, for people who didn't know, this is Jesus. This might be somewhere in the Vatican somewhere. But anyway, look, that's, that's not, that's neither here nor there in this discussion. How many people would be worshiping this person. I'm talking about American blacks or global, global blacks. America, how many would be worshiping this guy if this, if Jesus, if this guy looked like this dude right here, if the Jesus guy looked like this dude right here, how many people would be worshiping him? Or would they say, no wonder he ain't returned. No wonder he late. 
that nigga, nigga, late. I ain't worshiping this dude no more. How many people, if they knew Jesus looked like this dude right here, that is a depiction of Jesus Christ on the cross, how many would actually be worshiping Jesus still? They say, no wonder he's late. That nigga, we all were here on CPT. I, I need to lean into the camera for this one. Um, probably not very many, but besides that, you shouldn't be worshiping him anyway. No matter whether is he looks like that or whether he looks like the other one that's been depicted. I'm not gonna go into why y'all can be mad. Hit me up in my inbox. And I will let you know why, but we're not supposed to be, was never supposed to be worshiping him. Here's another, here's another thing right here, right? This, this was, this was an interesting meme, right? This said, smash the share button, smash the like button, right? This came across. Hmm. Let that just sit there. Let that sit there for a moment. You know. When I saw this meme, I said, whoever put this together has to be under meritorious manumission. Yes, yes. Okay? I, I said, whoever put this together had to be under meritorious Manumission, and here's the next slide. Meme comes from a bishop. All right, let's bring this up real quick. Smash the share button, smash the like button. We're getting ready to go somewhere today, right? Remember, we're talking about Jeffrey Tubin, critical mass election. Stimulation, smash the share button. We want to see about five new subscriptions on on the YouTube, the Film Review Live channel. Place a comment, place a like, and definitely subscribe. Listen, so this is what the bishop right says. He writes, let me see if I have this correct. Black folks want to cancel at Ice Cube, who has challenged the police, white supremacy, and the oppression of black people publicly for 30 years, but forgive Joe Biden, who campaigned mass incarceration and the destruction of black family. Now, for all of you who don't know, we have talked about that extensively over episodes on Observations TFR Podcast Live. Now, here there's a man that is not within the middle of meritorious manumission as a bishop, okay? Here's the next meme. Smash the share button, smash the like button. We are going places today. Now, this meme was interesting. It said, this lion is well fed and safe, but will never know freedom. 
underneath, this lion is strong enough to survive and be free. And then in the middle, it asks you in blue, which lion are you? This lion is well fed and safe, but will never know freedom. This lion is strong enough to survive and be free. Which lion are you? Are you in meritorious manumission? Or are you one that looks for your people to be free, right? Which brings us to definition. We've been, we, we slung out uh, the, the definition meritorious manumission. We, we, we slung it out there without definition on the show yesterday. So I decided it's time to bring definition to this episode 40, Jeffrey Tubin, critical mass election stimulation, All right? So let's go through this definition of what meritorious manumission is, right? So we can be clear. Meritorious Manumission Act 1710. Uh, the legal act of freeing a slave for good deeds as defined by the national public policy. I need you to call in to the show because I just received a call. I want to make sure that we're not knocked off the line. So if you could call the 213-943-3358. Smash the share button, smash the like button. You know, there's always some in the game, but it's okay. Again, Meritorious Manumission Act 1710. The legal act of freeing a slave for good deeds, quote unquote, as, as defined by the national public policy. Okay, we, with thumbs up. Okay, good. All right. Meritorious manumission could be granted to a slave who distinguished himself by saving the life of a white master or his or the white master's property, inventing something that a Caucasian slave master could make a profit from or by telling about snitching on a slave rebellion, right? So freedom was granted if you did those things. If you distinguished yourself in the eyes of the slave master by saving the slave master or his property, uh, inventing something that could make the slave master money, the cotton gin, or <laughs> just let that sit there for a minute, or by telling about snitching or telling about something or snitching on a slave rebellion the <laughs> act later the act later was used by some southern states and courts let me move this up so i can see it courts as a tool to deny the enslaved from being manumitted enslaved masters wills in later years. So in other words, if the slave if the slave master dies and the slave never did anything to get himself or herself, well, it's himself, manu, 
meritorious manumission, then he would not be able to be to be under manumission, which is the freeing of a slave, even if it was in the master's will. And that's how they use the law post death of a slave master to keep the slave population up because you never showed yourself to be approved by the slave master. You know how they say, you know, sometimes they say, uh, show yourself to be approved to the Lord, your God. What God are you praying to? We, we, we're trying to figure that out. Okay, people. So, we have a little, we have a, a visual aid. Let me bring this down real quick. We have a visual aid, you know, a visual audio aid to assist you in understanding what meritorious manumission is. It's never been taken off the books. And some people through genetics and through genetic line are practicing man, uh, uh, meritorious manumission. Right. We just gave you the definition. Now we're going to give you some context by playing a visual aid. And we're going to go through this visual aid and we're going to give some context. You know how we do. So let's begin. Meritorious manumission. The situation I wanted to talk about today was actually a law that was enacted in 1710 called meritorious manumission. Now, the reason I felt it was important to touch on that topic is because when we look at um, our society today and how much we as melanated people, as black people, don't trust each other, um, how, how many of us find ourselves you know, um, siding with either white supremacy or siding with something that's opposing your brother or your sister. And it's important that we understand that a lot of these mentalities um, have been created and manufactured over time, right? So, therefore, so opposing your brother or sister is putting you in a mindset of meritorious manumission. It is deeper than just saying someone is selling out because on the same side, on the opposite side of the coin, you're probably doing the same thing because you like that meritorious manumission. And we talked about the gut, heart, mind, or the gut, mind, heart, connection on the show our previous show yesterday episode 39 you go back and listen to that we're moving forward today so you're in the state of meritorious manumission if you side with anyone other than your American black people black people let's continue on in 1710, the Meritorious Manumission Act was enacted in Virginia. Now, it was basically the legal act of releasing slaves 
for good deeds as defined by the national public policy. Now, the freedom could be granted to a slave for doing a number of things. It could be for saving the life of a slave master. It can be creating an invention a slave master could profit from or the most commonly used um, the, the most common way this law was used was in the form of what we would call today snitching where a slave who decided that they wanted to be free um, they would you know tell or snitch on a slave that they knew was going to organize a revolt or run away now it's critical that the melanated family understands how big of an impact this law had on our not just our community but on our psyche as well right because if you look at the 200 plus slave revolts that were attempted from around 1710 i would say to maybe the late 1800s most of them were unsuccessful for one main reason and that was basically a Negro who uh, was scared or felt that they wanted a uh, better seat in the house or a better seat with master. They would tell on um, any slave revolt they knew that was going to be forming, even if they didn't have a lot of information. They just used that tactic to free themselves. Or, and this was a, um, you know, and this was a thing that ran rampant in our community at the time. And this was one of the many tactics that the dominant white society used to create separation and mistrust within our community. Now, it's important for you guys to understand that, you know, establishing an invisible hierarchy based on good deeds for people without a hope or identity was pretty much a recipe for disaster. And, you know, um, it's also important to note that the lingering effects of this can still be found amongst our melanated community or our black community today. The Let me stop that. Now, this, now he puts an image of Candace Owens up. And we've talked about Candace Owens extensively on the show. So you can go back and watch those episodes. But I will say this. It's not just one side. This meritorious manumission is just not one side. Not the traditional what you think. The, well, actually, if you actually understood, had a middle standing and an overstanding of history, then you would say there's really no side. It's a fictitious. Two sides. If it's going to be sides, it's going to be two sides of the same coin. We've talked about that extensively. We're moving forward. So there is no two sides. It's just people who want, who desire and find ways to stay in power and those who are willing to be under meritorious manumission, either side that you think you're on, you are on meritorious manumission if you go against your own for the other. You are in meritorious manumission. So it's cool that he used that, but we have to get past the selling out thing because people sell out every day. Smash the share button, smash the like button on both sides if you're going to say selling out. 
because both are in meritorious manumission because they want to feel good and get those rewards. So let's continue on. Only difference is, is currently the, you know, to receive a good deed at this day and age, it would be more or less aligning yourself with the entity or corporation that may use you to reinforce negative stereotypes or use you to um, demean black people in, you know, a way or another. So if you take a close look at how we interact with each other in black society, it's usually based on some form of, you know, like a some form of a social construct that we're using. And if you take a step back and kind of analyze that, we're using social constructs that was given to us by the same people who brought us here. You know, for the Aboriginal Americans, the same people that, you know, affected you while you were here in the first place. You know what I'm saying? So when we look at the Takashi situation, when we look at, you know, all of these situations in our neighborhoods where someone um, is attempting to get a better deal or attempting to get to to improve their personal situation. But in order to do that, they have to affect several other people in a negative manner. Right. So that has been another episode of History Matters, just a quick history lesson about meritorious manumission. So when we see different members of black society um, seemingly siding with either racism or siding with anyone opposing us, you know, it's important to know that historically these type of things were put into place just to keep us where we are, family. All right, so that was put into place to keep us where we are, all right? So what I disagree with on it is, is both sides, both sides. When you understand and you have read the history, you know where and who was involved in the subjugation of American black people, right? Aboriginal, as well as those who were brought here, right? That's what he said. He talked about the Aboriginals and the people who were brought here, all subjugated under people, and you know where it comes from, and it's both sides. It's not just one side, and if you believe that, then I cannot trust you if you trust... (laughs) If you trust... But... We, we've talked about that. You got to go to back to the previous shows. But you know what? I've come to the conclusion. You know what? I've come to the conclusion, Tanya. You know what conclusion I've come to? What is that? I've come to the conclusion that we just don't like ourselves. All right, we just don't like ourselves. Look at this. Now, this is China. This is Black China, then and now. Black China was a pretty beautiful looking American, well I don't know if she's American black, I'm just going to say she's a a pretty black woman because she could be immigrant you know, have some immigrant her she was a pretty woman as a black woman that's to the left to the right, I don't know what this is, I I don't know I don't know what this 
I don't know. I don't know what the contour of the chin and the and the nose. I mean, I, I don't know what this. I I don't. Just my opinion, my observation. I don't know what this is. I I I can't call it. I don't know what it is. Is it Asian? Is it Caucasian? I mean, <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Like, it's like the girl on the left, the woman on the left. Pretty woman. The woman on the right, I, I don't know. I, I don't know about that stony jaw. I, I never liked stony jawline. I remember when the OJ Simpson case was going on and I was looking at the pictures of Nicole Brown Simpson. And I was like, why are they making a big deal over for those who's who, their family members that are still alive? Just my opinion, my observation. She had that stony jawline. She didn't look nothing. I didn't think her sister looked like anything. I just really didn't understand what the big deal was. But this, oh, this right here, I don't know what this is. This is not something that is made, you know, natural. Anyway, I don't know what this is, but that just goes to show that we don't even necessarily love ourselves enough to even care, to even figure out that both sides, if you're on so-called conservative or you're on so-called liberal, or you're so-called repub or so-called Democrat, independent, whatever, 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 you are under meritorious manumission if you speak against your own for somebody else. You love somebody else so much, you are looking for what, I will say, what Tariq Nasheed calls the butter biscuits. You're looking for those rewards. <sighs> what you got to say before we move forward? What those two pictures look like? It looked like she tried to turn herself into i mean she calls herself black china looks like she was trying to turn herself into a black chinese woman that's exactly what it looks like um <laughs> i am um lately i've been watching different videos and just taking in this whole industry period the the the, the entertainment industry specifically music and reality television and stuff like that and you know y'all can say what you want to say about they getting their bag or whatever but listen anything that causes you to have to alter yourself so drastically in order to remain a part of it who are you really when you do that who are you really because i have never i i pursued music as a career strongly for about a steady period about of about nine years and when i was faced with decisions that i had to make that were either or type situations that i knew that in order for me to continue i would need to be amicable with certain types of activities to me and i wasn't even really walking with god all like that but i always had a god consciousness always felt the protection of god around me so when it came to those things it was an unquestionable no it wasn't it wasn't a temptation it wasn't i had to think about it it wasn't anything like that it's like uh I, i'm you know i'm gonna keep the superlative but it's like uh, 
you got the wrong one here. The answer is no. So this is it's sad. It's very sad because that young lady was beautiful. Just like you said, she was beautiful like she was. She could put on, you know, and I don't, it didn't look like she even had on makeup on the first picture. You know, looked like she, she was just her skin. And, um, but she could have put on a little makeup if she wanted to, but she went underwent surgery. Not only was that jawline looking like a, a, um, a Max Headroom, it was also the chin was was contoured down to this being like a little little bump there looks nothing like her chin and her nose was thinned out you know and i'm like and her lips look like you know what it looked like it looked like you know y'all can judge me if you want to i wasn't a, a person that was into porn but i did see porn covers and she looked like those asian women they would be on the porn covers with the slightly parted lips and you know like what is that what's that mean that's what she looked like she changed herself into a black chinese woman it looked like she do porn okay so look people are asking smash the share button smash the like button because we have yet to drop the rubber to play to drop the rubber on the road jeffrey tubin Critical mass election stimulation. What does this have to do with Jeffrey Tubin being caught pleasuring his twig and berries by his colleagues on a Zoom? <laughs> it is all connected. Now, one of the most heinous examples of meritorious manumission is Derby's Dose. The most heinous example of meritorious manumission where one slave would do something to another slave at the behest to help the slave master is Derby's Dose. Would you look that up for us, Tanya? Derby's Dose. D-E-R-B-Y apostrophe S dose. D-O-S-E. Derby's dose. Smash the share button. Your people are going to want to hear this and see this and see how all of this is connected to what happened with Jeffrey Tubin. Okay, how is this all connected? Smash the share button. Smash the like button. Tag your people in it. Make sure you subscribe to all of the platforms that we're on. Periscope, Vimeo, FB, and on the Film Review Life channel on YouTube. Smash, like, comment. We're going to be building and blowing that algorithm out. So what is Derby's Dose? Read it from the top, please. Derby's dose is a deplorable and sickening form of torture used to punish slaves in Jamaica. It also says that Derby's dose was a form of torture used in Jamaica to punish slaves who attempted to escape or committed other offenses like stealing food. Okay, the punishment now hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. one second, one second. Now, that's good. Now, I want to make this distinction because 
if do you have the full thing? Do you have the full the full definition? Do you have go Hold to on. Wikipedia? You got to get the full definition. Okay, that's just the definition. Okay, got it. I got okay, Wikipedia. Okay, okay, okay. So let, 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 let me say this. This is happening in Jamaica, okay? You know, slavery everywhere is a little bit different. Now, in Jamaica, I can see why. I can see how now why they were more than willing now to succumb to what's going on now because this was heinous and one slave to another this is this is the most heinous form of meritorious manumission right it wouldn't be called meritorious manumission because meritorious manumission was an american thing but in in all reality slavery was different, different places but they still did some of the same things they never did that here but they did that there and the slaves received meritorious manumission who did it so read that definition of derby's dose all right so we we already know they got got it for a attempting to escape or committing other offenses like stealing food. According to Malcolm Gladwell in his 2008 book, The Outliers, the runaway would be beaten and salt pickle, lime juice, and bird pepper, which bird pepper is the hottest form of the habanero. If you're tasting a habanero, that's already hot. So the bird pepper is the hottest form of the habanero. That would be rubbed into his his or her open wounds another slave would defecate that's taking a dump into the mouth of the miscreant or the, the offender who would then be gagged for four to five hours okay, the punishment okay. Pause, was right Pause, right. wait 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 so another slave in Jamaica trying to get meritorious manumission would take a big fat dump in the slave's mouth. The slave wasn't drawn a quarter. The slave wasn't lashed. He was burnt wounds and then burnt up. Then he had to then he had to take the humiliation and the sickening, deplorable act of of another slave taking a big fat dump in his mouth and then gagged for four to five hours and you know sometimes in court cases like if you watch the movie I don't want to give it away but sometimes in court cases when you don't if you're in because you're in maritime and if you don't listen to what the George the judge says they can ball and gag you. These are all things. These are all things that correspond to each other. Certain things are changed, but certain things remain the same. Keep reading. Um, it says that the punishment was invented by Thomas Thistlewood, a slave overseer and named for the slave Derby who was made to undergo the punishment when he was caught eating young sugarcane stalks 
in the field on May 25th, 1756. However, historian Douglas Hall points out that Derby's dose was so called because it was often administered by one of the slaves called Derby. Thistlewood recorded his punishment as well as further punishment of Derby in August of the same year in his diary. On November 18th, um, November 18, 2013, British television host Martin Basher discredited a comparison made by U.S. politician Sarah Palin between the United States debt to China and slavery by referring to Derby's dose and pointing out how cruel and barbaric slavery was. Basher used Derby's dose as an example at the end of the segment. He finished by saying that if anyone truly qualified for a dose of discipline from Thomas Thistlewood, Palin would be the outstanding candidate. He was criticized with this comment and ultimately resigned. Okay. Okay. That's how that's go ahead. So so that is Derby's dose. This is what's happening, people. So you can see that there are certain places got certain things, and you can see that people would succumb and just follow to it. They will follow and go along with it because you're going to get the Derby's dose. Now what does this have to do with tubing? Smash the <laughs> like button, smash the share button. We are moving right along. Okay. Here's something about life. This is true to life. This to the left is a tree of life, right? To the right is a human placenta. Do you notice the similarities? Tree of life, human placenta, right? Tree stump rings, the fingerprint of a person. The lungs, tree branches, leaf veins, human veins, river networks. You see, Life follows a certain pattern and it is the same. Like, like take my locks, for instance, right? My locks, for instance, right? I didn't twist my locks. They, they, didn't, they didn't come to, I, I didn't come to having locks from, I didn't come from to having locks from twisting it and having my own purpose. So when you look at my locks, you see different, they look like tree branches because the sun, I had a hat on and the sun would catch the back of my hair and it locked it up. And when you look at it, it's different degrees, different types of patterns. They look like trees, right? True example of locking by the sun, which is natural, which is done by God. Okay, and so this this is the difference. So as I look at as I look at the different patterns in my hair, and then I came across this meme. Look at this meme again. I mean, it's very important that we really start to see where life 
is connected. The tree of life, a human placenta. That is the vein work, just like the tree work, the branches, the fingerprint or the uh, tree stump print, the rings, the age rings of a, of a tree. And then you look at the fingerprint, the lungs, the tree branches, the leaf veins, human veins, river networks, we're all, it's all one big connection. And if you harm one, then you harm it all. And this is where we are. So what does this have to do with tubing? Smash the share button, like button. We have still yet to hit the rubber to the road yet, but we're dropping so much info on you in this short period of time. What do you got to say? God's fingerprint is on everything. This is the reason why uh, the 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 argument about abortion and whether life begins at conception or whether life begins when the baby gets here is not even an argument. It's not an argument. When you look at this figure here, it lets you know that everything is connected. The human placenta, that placenta started out as a, just like that tree, started as a seed that grew to a certain place. That placenta started as a seed as well. And so here you have it, you know, and, and it kind of, when you get into the intricacies of how things connect, it kind of eliminates all excuses that people try to use to be out of order or to uh, advance their personal agendas for what they want to do. It's all connected. And the reason why we are malfunctioning as a human race in general is because we're not aware of these things. Um, many times the process by way of uh, either pursuit uh, or love of money. See, there's nothing wrong with money. Money takes on the character of the possessor. However, it's the love of it that causes you to run after it and sell your soul to it or lack character and integrity to have it that causes you to do things that disconnects you and disjoints you, right? And it's the same thing uh, with religion. Religion has a tendency to have blinded mankind to all of this stuff different forms of religion usually whatever appears the religion buffet appeals to the person whatever your pride level is oh yeah it's all about pride whatever your pride level is or whatever about that that's what the religion appeals to and it takes you away see this stuff right here this is intricate and, and it's an outgrowth this is foundational but there is much outgrowth from all of these different figures on this picture. There's a lot of outgrowth from that. And we are malfunctioning because we're not connected. Not connected. Here we go. Look at this. Foods that remove mucus from the body. Now you're going to say, what does this have to do with anything? <laughs> crazy D. This don't have nothing to do with Jack. Nothing. I tuned in to hear about Jeffrey Tubin stroking his twig and berries in front of the people and get salacious. Well, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. 
food that removes mucus from the body. See, this is very important to be able to truly catch what is being put out here on this program, on all of the programs that we have done so far, one through 40 now to one through 138 of hashtag TFR podcast live. The Film Review Movies, Music, Culture, Politics, Society podcast on the Film Review Live channel. Sundays at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, where we review movies, music, culture, politics, and society. To do that, you have to make sure that the mucus is not on your brain. I think you've got more mucus upstairs than Tobin, than Tobin was doing when he was Stroking his, but anyway, you know the rhyme. But anyway, look, these foods you have to incorporate these foods into your diet. Now, listen, we are just giving our observations and our opinions. It's for you to go research what we're saying and then develop your mind state to get off of that mindset that they have you in so that you can be truly free as free as can be in this society. So foods that remove mucus from your body, smash the share button, smash the like button because the rubber is getting ready to hit the road with the next slide. But you have to have this in your knowledge bank and in your food choices to be able to survive what is coming. So, what would you like to say about this? Because this is your, 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 yours. You know, yesterday we talked about white sugar and I gave you some examples of personal experience of what white sugar does. I know they use, I know they were on it. Um, and now we're talking about mucus. Those two things in particular, mucus stored in the body causes cancers and stuff like that and a simple dietary change would change that um foods like this in association with fasting or a periodic fasting um will regulate your body and actually start triggering your body to heal itself see when i um there were times when i was going to the doctor i sit there in that waiting room and I see people come in. Some came in with wheelchairs. Some had legs amputated. Some was limping along. Some that were much younger than they should have. They were walking in ways and stuff that they were too young to have those kind of problems. I even seen a young lady. She must have been in her 20s. And she was just like double, like bent over and walking. And I was like... What is going on here? And they're, especially with older people, they're bad with that. Like, you know, everything the doctors say, okay, okay. You know, and then they walk out. Yeah, I'll see you next time. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop here at the desk and set my next appointment. But you will tell them something like this and say, if you start incorporating these into your diet, then you'll rid yourself of mucus. Well, no, the doctor said, you know, the doctor said, the doctor said, and I'm like, the doctor is practicing medicine. 
practicing as in practicing as in experimenting so you're you stand just as better chance that's how i felt i felt like well hey they're just practicing i'm practicing too and i stand a better chance because i have more of a vested interest in me than they do there you know for me for them it's more advantageous that i be sick you know it's more advantageous if you're getting if you're getting a three thousand dollar kickback off an of x-ray that's more advantageous for you that i'm sick it's more advantageous if you perform a surgery on me that's twenty thousand dollars that's more advantageous for you that's not advantageous for me you're opening up my body you say the room is sterile every room has dust coming from the lights you can't just tell me anything so i stand a better chance in in being my own doctor and see i have gotten some criticism from that but hey i'm willing to stand by what i'm doing you're not going to be able to stand by what that person told you and you they didn't tell you that the other medicine they prescribed for you is the one that took the major kidneys fail or the 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 heart medicine they gave you made your kit your pancreas uh go out of control when you could just have changed your diet that's all we got to do food is medicine and medicine is food your body is designed to heal itself god designed it that way <sighs> Food is medicine, right? Okay, here we go. Alexa, play Zoom by the Commodores. Oh, I thought this meme right here, I thought this, <laughs> I thought that was good. I thought that was funny. Alexa, play Zoom by the Commodores, the Daily Beast. Jeffrey Tubin suspended by New Yorker for masturbating on zoom call <laughs> viewer discretion is advised d smith on the uh youtube chat on the film review live channel said old spanky i'm thinking <laughs> the people on zoom simply saw his vagina the FBI should check his media devices for child porn. Look what right. it's done to Hunter Biden. Now look, people. Oh, let's read that again because I thought that was pretty good. Smash the share button. Smash the like button. D. Smith came in early before we even began the broadcast and left his thoughts. Oh. Spanky. I'm thinking the people on Zoom simply saw his vagina. Your discretion is advised. The FBI should check his media devices for child porn. Look what it's done for Hunter Biden. Now look, all of this wraps up. You watched CNN. You knew that he was a lawyer and a writer that wrote for the New Yorker magazine. He built his bones, got his bones from writing contrary against O.J. Simpson in the 90s during the trial. 
of the so-called century, the OJ trial. Do you remember that? Jeffrey Tubin was the one writing that. And so now he was talking negatively against Trump. He talked about his affairs. He talked about this and that. And you took him in your meritorious manumission. You took him hook, line, and sinker. You would believe him over someone else. And that's why we are behind enemy lines still because people are in meritorious manumission. They trust one side over the other. And it's all the same. Sometimes I'll say it's the same side of the same coin. But two sides of the same coin and you're in that narrow middle. We've talked about that. Go back to the previous episodes. Man, you are in the middle of meritorious manumission and you believe what you hear and you believe what you say. Now, if that had been somebody American black, oh, you probably would have condemned them like you did Ice Cube. You are in the middle of meritorious manumission. No matter what side you are on, if you aren't for American black people, and I'm telling my people in the black diaspora, diaspora, for those who want to pronounce potato, 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 tomato, tomato, that you are in meritorious manumission if you take up for another, the other, and not stick with your brother or sister, right? In the middle of this, you are in meritorious manumission. Let's do some definitions. We have to do some definitions on this. It's very important. Okay, critical mass. Remember the title of this is Jeffrey Tubin, Critical Mass, election stimulation. It has a longer title, including uh, four fingers, one thumb, and rosy palm, <laughs> etc., etc. But right, okay. Critical mass. The minimum amount of fissile material needed to maintain a nuclear chain reaction. Right? Secondary. The minimum size of amount of something required to start or maintain a venture. A communication system is of no value unless there is a critical mass of users, right? Okay, people, if you got your kids watching and you haven't taught them sex ed yet, Viewer discretion is advised, but we're all adults here, and one day everybody's going to be adults, but take your kids away because they shouldn't be listening to this right now. Send them into the other room. They have time to learn this once they get older. They can go back and watch these episodes when they turn 19, 20. They can come back and read these episodes right now, but right now, we're getting ready to talk about masturbation. This is what Tubin, Jeffrey Tubin, was doing he was he i don't know what happened he was in a meeting they were doing <laughs> the election simulation it was an election simulation of how the experts were going to be on tv talking about what was happening when the results were coming in and for some reason after it was over he got another call on another zoom 
What was happening on the other Zoom where he put the camera down and his people saw him tugging on his genitals? That's right, people. Let's make it correct. They were tugging on his twig and berry. We don't know. We don't know what was happening, but he was masturbating. And so we had to know what masturbation is. The sexual stimulation of one's own genitals for sexual arousal or other sexual pleasure, usually to the point or of orgasm. Could you look up the word orgasm for us before we continue? Time? Orgasm. You yep. need to know what that is. Orgasm. We need to know the definite definition of what it is. Smash the share button. Smash the like button. We are in. We are on the road, and we are increasing speed. All right. And right. orgasm is a a climax of sexual excitement characterized by feelings of pleasure centered in the genitals and in men experienced as an accompaniment. To ejaculation. Okay, so Jeffrey Tobin was there. Stro- another term for it is stroking off one. Okay, he was gonna stroke off one in between break, but he was on another call. What was happening? Who was on that call? And was there a camera there? What? What? What's going on? But he was getting ready to rub one out. That's another definition. That's another word for it. rub one out, right? Let's continue. So you shouldn't like like people are laughing and are like, you know, like really are on something else because aren't we all adults? Other than it was an inappropriate time to be doing it, but what aren't we adults? People like, <laughs> come on, we're not children. Look, no casual relationship is known between masturbation and any form of mental or physical dis order that may be true but you know sometimes mental disorder goes alongside it for some reason why would you be there doing this and you're on the call and you put the camera down and you said you muted the camera but you don't mute cameras you cut the signal on cameras by putting the x there (laughs) on zoom so i mean it's just all it all seems a little or, or, or a little geekish. So let's continue on. In the Western world, that's just my opinion, my opinion, my observation. I just seem a little geekish, a little freakish, okay? In the Western world, masturbation is private or with a partner is generally considered a normal and healthy party of sexual enjoyment. It's a it's a healthy party to of sexual enjoyment, right? Amazing, right? This this is just an amazing situation and he's done this now and and I'm trying to figure out is his career over in a couple of weeks or is it over right now and they just haven't made the decision on it yet, right? Okay, people. So, you know, I come from the DJ background, right? And whenever anything happened in the news, 
especially the East Coast people, they really, they really would do this. But if, if something happened in the news, like when when Tupac got shot, you know, he got shot the five times, take more than five shots to kill niggas on my block, right? So, <laughs> but when he got shot the last time with Suge Knight. All I did was hip hop all those years. That's what I did. That's what I did for a living. So I had that tape in the store. He got shot on that Tuesday. I had it on this tape on that Wednesday, that Thursday. And the store, the main store owner where I would go and drop my tapes off at, he called. His boy said, you can quit making that now because Crazy D brought his tape in. I had it. Tupac died on that Friday or that Saturday. It's so like hotcakes. But anyway, look, it was a mixtape. Remix, remixes. Not, not just... Not just the original songs, but the remixes. Anyway, so anyway. As a DJ, you know, I couldn't I couldn't go without making a playlist of the songs talking about masturbation. The top ten. The top ten songs talking about masturbation. Could you read those that top ten list? Can you see the top ten? Start at number yeah, ten. Yeah. Start at number ten and we go up to number one. Uh, number ten, Joan of Arc, Little Mix. Now all of these uh, number songs. Nine, uh, wait, 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 wait. All of these songs. We're gonna start over again. All of these songs sound actually sound good. Some I had never heard, but when I researched, I found them. The top ten list. Let's start with number ten and go up. Number ten is Joan of Arc, Little Mix. Number nine is Party for One. By Carly Rae Jepsen. Number eight is Dancing in Circles by Lady Gaga. Number seven is Kicks by FKA Twigs. Number six is Love Myself by Haley Steinfeld. Number five is Confident by Demi Lovato. Uh, number four is Turning Me On by Carrie Hilson and Lil Wayne, featuring Lil Wayne. Um, Number three is Feeling Myself, Nicki Minaj featuring Beyonce. Number two is Sex With Me by Rihanna. And number one is Tambourine by Prince. Oh my God, there I go. Falling in love with a face in a magazine. Now it would be a computer screen. Right. Oh my God, what's it like? What's it like inside your tambourine? Mm, mm, mm. Wait, people, wait, wait, wait. look. So that's right, the top right, ten right. list of songs that are talking about masturbation. You should go listen to those. Those are interesting. Some of them are so hid. The meaning is so hid that you wouldn't even know mm -hmm. that that's what we were talking about, right? But this is the society that we are in and people sit around as if they are shocked that something like this could happen to such a person who fancies himself uh, <clears throat> kind of like a stick in the mud. Just my opinion, just my opinion, right? But this is, you got to remember where he comes from. We were just talking about the movie Porky's the other day. And he would come somewhere, and I, I'm looking at him because sometimes people look older than what they are, but if he was riding with OJ, then he was back just a little bit further. He would have been coming off of that, you know, the baby 
boomer, maybe the offspring of a early offspring of the baby boomer or the end of the baby boomers. Okay. So we talked about nuclear and we talked about fizzle, right? Fizzle material, right? So let's look at the word fizzle and break it down some. Fizzle of an atom or element able to undergo nuclear fission. A fizzle isotope, chiefly of rock, secondary, chiefly of rock, easily split, flat bedded, and very highly fizzle slate, meaning it's easy easy to crack up and split shell, right? Fizzle material is a material capable of sustaining a nuclear fission chain reaction. By definition, fissile material can sustain a chain reaction with uh, neutrons of thermal energy. The predominant neutron energy may be Tip, uh, uh, typified by either slow neutrons or fast neutrons. Now, there's another definition of fissile that I use here because this is what happened to Jeffrey Tubin is in figuratively speaking a nuclear blast that has destroyed the anti-Trump movement, being that you had someone who purported themselves to be so beyond reproach that they could speak and talk this about Donald Trump, right? This particular version, this particular definition of the word fizzle, chiefly from the Scots, it's a Scottish word, a rustling sound, commotion, fuss, urban dictionary, to fidget around, not keeping still, including fizzling, uh, shuffling, and fidgeting. And this is where we come to this. This fizzle coming from the Scottish definition, a rustling sound, a commotion, <laughs> a fuss, and the urban dictionary to fidget around, not keeping still, has caused this nuclear explosion within what is happening to people who were on every word that Jeffrey Tubin and his cohort said on CNN, you were with it, but because he couldn't stay still and he was in a state of fizzle, he couldn't stand still. He had to fidget. He had to shuffle something. We are seeing, we talked about chicken coming home to roost, but we have seen it happen once more, once again, because, you know, people have faults. And when you're downing someone for the same faults that you have, you possibly will then, you know, 
have some kind of truth come up. So what you got to say for that before we get to our video presentation? Did you think that that was the video presentation? Oh, no. We've got one. <laughs> and you need to smash the share button, like button. Edited by yours truly. So we get to the context and get concise to the point. What do you got to say? Whenever you're pointing a finger out at somebody else, there are two more, three more pointing back at you. And you have to make sure that if you're going to criticize a thing, that that should be your motivator to to be even that much more tight on your own end. I mean, who wants to do that? Who wants to be embarrassed? Why would you embarrass yourself? You know, you're embarrassing yourself. You mean to tell me you were on a Zoom call. Your extracurricular Zoom call could have waited. You was on a Zoom call, which means that you were probably take care, taking care of business on company time. Oh, let's get into that. So let's talk about your lack of integrity across the board. So on company time, on a company meeting, you are engaging with yourself, you know, on company time during a company meeting. They should probably let him go. And that is the price of a lack of character. A lack of good character is always going to cost you a loss. I mean, I just see <laughs> it's funny, OJ, on um on Twitter. OJ They got OJ on a 12 second video Did you see it (laughs) He he, he said Damn Jeffrey Tubin At least Pee Wee Herman Was in a theater uh, When he did his I'm just saying (laughs) You know Vengeance is a dish that's best served cold. Cold. And yes. OJ waited. Oh, <laughs> everything comes back around when people are going above and beyond. It's one thing to report a story. It's another thing when you go above and beyond. So have you noticed that we have not gone above and beyond to try to humiliate Jeffrey Tubin? We even gave definition to let you know that Masturbation is a normal, healthy situation done in private or with a partner, but not necessarily on a Zoom meeting, putting the camera down, thinking that you muted the camera when actually you're supposed to cut the signal to the cam, to the cam, to the cam. But anyway. It is now time for the video presentation. Smash the like button, smash the share button because we are bringing context to this through the concise, precise editing of yours truly, Crazy D. We're gonna put this down for you right now. So get ready for this. And of course, we're going to break in every now and then to bring context to what some of the people were saying. Viewer discretion is advised, like I said, and make sure that you don't have your children around because they have time to learn later. My name is not Joe Biden. I don't like little kids rubbing up and down my blonde hair legs at an all black pool. 
while I was in the water. I'm not, I'm not into that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not into that. So take your children out the room and then come back and then let's watch this right here, right now. Jeffrey Tubin has been suspended from his job as a staff writer at The New Yorker after he allegedly exposed his penis during a company Zoom call. Good evening, Chris. Thank you, my friend. And thank you for your counsel over the course of today as a workday as to what counted as news that should be on TV. It was such a weird day today. <laughs> I'm always happy to have those very high-level editorial discussions with you about the most important stories in our world. Damn, Jeffrey Tubin. Damn, <laughs> Jeffrey Tubin. At least Pee Wee Herman was in an X-rated movie theater. Damn, Jeffrey Tubin. I'm just saying. Let us never speak of this publicly again. Thank you very much, my friend. <laughs> All crudos to OJ Simpson. He's gotten out, he's living his life, he's receiving his pension. He didn't let the time do him, he did the time. Big ups to OJ Simpson, because remember he was found not guilty of murder, but they got him and gave him nine years for brandishing a gun to try to get back some of his memorabilia. Right or wrong, he did the time. He didn't let the time do him. He's out, he's enjoying himself. And all crudos and big ups to hunt him because he who laughs last. He who laughs last laughs the loudest and the hardest. Now, as far as my opinion, mom says, as far as as far as Chris and Chris and Rachel, I wonder what Chris Matthews would have said. Uh, with this situation. They booted him off off of something kind of similar. So they're getting rid of all of the Caucasian males. The Caucasian males should be really looking out of a certain age because they're bouncing you out of there as fast as they can. They want to replace you with possibly, in my opinion, just myself, some lesbians who will probably wind up doing the same thing or letting the same thing pass just last ass Ellen. Remember ain't that what's happening with Ellen? Not that Ellen did anything, but some people in there, it was kind of like looked over. But anyway, that's another story for another time. These two are, 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 are we children or are we adults? What is funny about this matter that you would sit up on your program and laugh about it. Unless Jeffrey Tubin was someone that people didn't like. You know, they're all colleagues. They may be on different networks, but they're all colleagues. They go out and have drinks afterwards. And maybe he was somebody that they didn't like. Or maybe they had heard the story about he and uh alleged love child. But that's another story. That's for you to research to build your mind state on this and not have a mindset because the mindset was listening to everything Jeffrey Tubin said. Now that they can bounce him out of there, you can see how they 
field and you were in meritorious manumission, no matter if you're on the Repub, the Democrat, the Independent, the nonpartisan, you if you go against your own, like you're going against Ice Cube or you're getting ready to go against 50 Cent because he said his tax bracket is uh, that Biden's taxes are going to affect him or if you're going to conflate we've talked about conflation before go back to the previous if you're going to conflate cubes argument with 50 cents argument and say oh that's why they're supporting trump and cube right. keeps telling you something right. but you're not right. listening if you're going to conflate the two and say, oh, because they're in the tax bracket and you want to separate them away from you, but for some reason you're not separating, in my opinion, Dirty Biden away from you because his tax bracket is higher. You are in meritorious manumission. There's no other way to cut it because you're talking against your own for the other. Let's continue. It, it, it pays to have colleagues who share a sense of both the absurdity of life and the responsibility of what actually should be on television. In a statement to Motherboard, Tubin acknowledged the incident. I made an embarrassingly stupid mistake, believing I was off camera. I apologized to my wife, family, friends and co-workers. I believed I was not visible on Zoom. But what's more interesting than just the fact that he did it, I want to I read his comments because this one really floored me. Ready for this one? I mean, the the, <laughs> the balls on this guy. Ready? Uh, Tubin says he did not realize his video was on. I made an embarrassingly stupid mistake, believing I was off camera. I apologize to my wife, family, friends, and coworkers. Tubin told Motherboard, I believed I was not visible on Zoom. I thought no one on the Zoom call could see me. I thought I had muted. The Zoom video. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. This is disturbing, but guys, we're at the phase of 2020 where remote Zoom meetings have gotten to the point where CNN legal analysis are just like, you know what? Gotta do what I gotta do. <sighs> Damn, Jeffrey Tubin. In case the YouTube <laughs> looks, I was really just putting my microphone up and down. <laughs> But, oh, my God, what does the world come to that we have to explain that this isn't this isn't OK, guys? It's not OK to do at any point during a Zoom meeting. And if you're caught right. doing it during a Zoom meeting, you, you got to sort of own it and say, yeah, that was really I should have done that. I'm sorry I did that. Not say, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I, I thought the ca I was off camera. I, I believed I was not visible on Zoom. I thought I was doing it off, you know, to the side. I thought you guys couldn't see me while I was doing that because, you know, I really needed to do it. You know, I thought I muted it because, you know, if I had muted it, apparently it would have been all all good, right? That's that's the logic here behind his apology, which just, I... <laughs> oh, my God, the world is crazy. I mean, this is... This, and, and, all right, so that's what happened, right? <laughs> Let us never speak of this publicly again. Thank you very much, my friend. <laughs> I thought no one on the Zoom call could see me. I thought I had muted the Zoom video, he added. Damn! Jeffrey Tubin? America. What is America's destiny? What is best for our nation? Our people? What is just? True justice. 
We have to think about all these things to get. Kanye West don't sound too uh, crazy right now, does he? I mean, you're putting your faith in all these secular people. I'm just, I'm just making an observation, my opinion. He doesn't sound too crazy now, does he? Like you're putting your faith in all these secular people, all these atheists, all of these people who anything goes, and it doesn't sound like Kanye West is too far off the mark now, does it? Let's continue. There as a people, to contemplate our future, to live up to our dream, we must have vision. We as a people will revive our nation's commitment to faith, to what our constitution calls the free exercise of religion, including, of course, prayer. Through prayer, faith can be restored. We as a people are called to a greater purpose than ourselves. We are not only a beacon to the world, but we should be servants to each other, to encourage each other, to help each other, to lift up each other, our fellow Americans, that we may all prosper together. We have to act on faith with the sure knowledge that we are pursuing the right goals and doing the right things. We will build a stronger country by building stronger families. Families are the building blocks of society, of a nation. By turning to faith, we will be the kind of nation, the kind of people God intends us to be. I am Kanye West and I approve this message. that for a minute. Now, that don't sound too off, off kilter now yet, but yet <clears throat> you went out in your meritorious manumission because you wanted to feel good. You probably wanted to go party. You probably wanted to go line dancing. Do all after voting. You wanted to do that. You wanted to make sure you get that jet, that jet. I'm seeing the jet, the jet. Anyhow, <laughs> You did this and you went and you went and you voted for the poster child. See, neither one is good. So that's why we are abstaining because it doesn't matter if he's a Repub or a Democrat or independent or a non or a whatever that other, that other crap is. It doesn't matter if it's not good for American black people. And if you're on one side or the other, you are looking to feel good and to be there. You might as well be Derby dropping the Derby's dose in your black people's mouths because you are in meritorious manumission and you will do anything to get it. And you sat up there with the poster child and you voted for the poster child of this non-religious non well, it's good to be non-religious, non-spiritual, non-conforming, non open to anything, anarchy, all of it, pedophilia, everything is open and you still want to deny it, but you voted for this guy right here in your meritorious manumission. Let's continue. Had spent years writing what became known as the Biden crime bill. The Biden crime bill. The Biden crime bill. Democrats right now, especially African Americans, have really looked back on the 1994 crime bill um, not very fondly. Hillary Clinton herself has come out against it, even though her husband signed it into law. 
Well, the author of that crime bill was Joe Biden. The Biden crime bill. The Biden crime bill. Biden's 1994 crime bill, while implementing sweeping gun control, also helped fuel mass incarceration with financial incentives to keep people behind bars. The Biden crime bill. The Biden crime bill. The Biden crime bill is before us. Calls for the death penalty for 40, 51 offenses. A wag in the newspaper recently wrote that something to the effect that Biden has made it a death penalty offense for everything but jaywalking. Biden crime bill. Biden crime bill. I like the idea they keep in jail longer. I'm the guy that wrote the bill requiring federal judges to keep people in jail 100% of the time for which they're sentenced, and the notable exceptions only 85%. So I'm all for tougher enforcement. If Haiti just quietly sunk into the Caribbean or rose up 300 feet, it wouldn't matter a whole but lot. Is it because blacks are involved in Haiti? The okay, the, the person who, some of this is, you know, I'm grabbing stuff and stuff, but the person who put that together, they threw Haiti in there. That's kind of conflating things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he, but he was still anti-black there. But we're talking about American blacks. So I had to stop that right there. Haiti needs to fight. You know, they won the war. They should have told, told France, forget paying you. Let's go to war again. But they didn't. So that's their thing, right? But this guy right here, he is saying it, and you did not research this, and you know you have a cousin, a brother, a sister, a mother, a aunt, a uncle, friends that were put in 51 offenses that are death penalty offenses. He made that. Staying in jail 100% of the time by wow. federal judges. He made that, and you're worried about what the Republicans are going to do by putting conservative judges on the court. The, the conservative judges can only rule the way the law is written, and who wrote the law that put people in 100% of the time, and who's reversing that to bring people home, but you voted for your in his eyes your his he is your sworn segregationist my opinion my observation enemy he is your enemy you voted for him early to feel good you man meritorious manumission mentally ill let's continue one chapter receiving fresh scrutiny comes from his earliest years in the Senate, when he strongly opposed mandatory school busing. It was designed to achieve integration and a more equitable education. What's less known is how he followed the lead of some of the Senate's most fervent segregationists. In a series of never-before-published letters reviewed by CNN, the strength of Biden's opposition to busing comes into sharper focus. On March 25, 1977, Biden wrote, My bill struck. Let me, let, me, let me say this. Let me say this real quick before we go on. This is CNN reporting when they wanted Hillary to be the uh -huh. person to go against Donald Trump. This was when Hillary was running, and they didn't like Hillary, and they put they reported on this. What happened to all of this research that they did 
during the time when they said that Biden was going to be it this cycle. All of this was there. This is the same CNN. And you're following same the CNN. CNN. And you are voting for your sworn enemy. He has sworn his enemy against. He has sworn to be an enemy against you. And if he gets in there, he's going to put a whipping on you and all y'all gonna start saying that but i got all of the memes i took all the pictures i got them we're gonna start showing people we're gonna say oh man didn't you say this didn't you say this during the election mm -hmm. but you didn't research you didn't go to his mm -hmm. website we broke it down for you we told you what's on his website we told you who's gonna get it all and the american blacks ain't gonna get nothing but you don't want to believe it because you don't want to believe because you are in Meritorious manumission. Let's continue. Strikes at the heart of the injustice of court-ordered busing. It prohibits the federal courts from disrupting our educational system. Biden sought and received support from Mississippi Senator James Eastland, the Democratic chairman of the Judiciary Committee and a leading symbol of Southern resistance to desegregation. He frequently spoke of blacks as, quote, an inferior race. Eastland and others were partners on several of Biden's anti-busing bills. On June 30th, 1977, Biden wrote, Dear Mr. Chairman, I want you to know that I very much appreciate your help during this week's committee meeting in attempting to bring my anti-busing legislation to a vote. Then in 1978, Biden again asked Eastland to put his anti-busing bill before the full Senate, writing, Your participation in floor debate would be welcome. Out of the race for 2020 this morning and new backlash against former Vice President Joe Biden, he's refusing to apologize as he faces growing criticism over comments he made about being able wow. to work with others in Washington. But his examples were segregationist senators 40 years ago. Apologize for what? 2020 rival Senator Cory Booker demanding an apology. Uh, that somebody running for president of the United States, somebody running to be the leader of our party, should know that using the word boy in the way he did uh, can cause hurt and pain. Vice President Biden shouldn't need this lesson. The end result is they're about to knock my mother on the head with a lead pipe, shoot my sister, beat up my wife, take on my sons. So I don't want to ask, what made them do this? They must be taken off the street. Increase the penalties. Increase them. I would put the son of a gun in jail. Put them to death. From the crack epidemic of the 80s to the crime wave of the 90s to the post-9-11 war on terror, throughout his career, Biden has represented the Democratic Party consensus, shifting his views to fit whatever best serves his own political career. Over his 44 years in the Senate and then as vice president, Biden was a leading architect of today's criminal justice system, which contributed to mass incarceration and the police misconduct that protesters are fighting back against today. When I wrote the original bill that started this whole process, the so-called Biden crime bill, I didn't call a liberal confab and write it. I didn't call any big society people and write it. I called the cops. A Democratic president wants 100,000 cops. A Democratic president wants to build 125,000 new prison cells. That's the secret. That somehow the Republicans tried to make the crime bill tougher. I say, poppycock, they didn't make anything tougher. Found out that this midnight basketball didn't get them together a bunch of jive folks living in their city to do, uh, you know. He said a bunch of jive folks living in the inner city. Is that what he learned? Been watching too many seventies movies. Was that what he learned when he was at the pool during the civil rights? 
And you know, he, but we're going to get to what he learned at the pool in one second. But here he is. He's telling, he's saying that the Republicans made it stronger than some poppycock. Listen. He's saying that the Republicans made it stronger. That's a proper time. It's about the laws that are on the books that the judges interpret and have to go by. When it says it's mandatory for crack that you're going to prison, whereas you have a sliding scale and a more leniency for powder cocaine, you're going to have to follow. It doesn't matter if you're a conservative or a liberal judge. Get out of the mindset of the Caucasians the way they have you walking around like a zombie. It's about the laws. Who made the laws? He made the law, the law that decimated the black community. How much more, how much more do we have to show you? This is what CNN was reporting when they wanted Hillary. And now they're not reporting any of that. They act like it didn't happen. And those talking black heads that are just upset because Donald Trump is in office. Donald Trump hasn't written any laws that put you into prison. But the but he was but Biden has been in the Senate for 47 years. They wrote the laws that helped Donald Trump be able to use a corporation as a person to pay $750 in taxes. But you don't look at the law. You don't look at the law. Whoever writes the laws, the judges, it don't matter if they're conservative or liberal, they have to go by the way the law is written. They have their hands tied. They have their hands cuffed. But then you have some that are doing their own thing, but that's another story for another time. They are doing their own thing and compounding the sentences. That is devil worship. <laughs> Let's continue. Let's continue because the this man right here, Biden, this guy created the laws that destroyed the black community and you went out there early voting. Oh, get the jet. You gotta get the Jet. Oh, da, oh, da, 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 move it in, move it out, move it in, <laughs> all about disco lady. And you went out there and you voted early. You have nothing to say to me, but you, your actions have spoken to me louder than your words, that you are a traitor to your own people. But then, like, what we showed the picture, the example, not to put aspersion on black China, but the picture, you don't love yourselves enough to want to be yourself. You don't even know what yourself is because you've been too busy trying to be a Dixiecrat coon, a Republican coon, a nonpartisan coon, an independent coon, instead of being for American black people and relieve your mind of meritorious manumission. You derby dose droppers. Try to see if they can be Michael Jordan. When they found out they were keeping schools open so gangs come off streets instead of out raping my mother, marauding me, robbing the local store. They're in a gymnasium. And my daughter will be safer. My wife will be safer. My mother will be safer. And I will be safer. And I will be happy. 
1994 crime bill drove up the local, state, and federal prison populations, and it tarnished the reputations of Biden and Bill Clinton, who signed it into law. Senator Joseph Biden may have more explaining to do. The new questions stem from taped remarks of Biden during an April campaign appearance in New Hampshire. We already have a nigger mayor. We don't need any more nigger big shots. The law school on a full academic scholarship. The only Wait a minute. One my, what, who said my... that? Oh, oh, he said it. Oh, wait, wait. That's not the only time that he used. We can't even say the N-word anymore. You know, he's not the one. You need to look up the city club. Back in the 70s when Joe Biden was there speaking and the audio is there and he uses nigga about seven times. And he's talking about what he's talking about. You voted for a segregationist. You are just to feel good. You voted for this man. You, you, I see a meme all the time that comes up. Don't tell me about what he did in the seventies. Okay. He was calling and trying to keep the bus, uh, the, the, the people segregated and not, not integrate, integrating the schools with the bus. He was dropping that. Let's go to the eighties where he did the hundred to one. And then the nineties where he did Three strikes, 100,000 police out there on the street. And you voted for him. You are, a, in my opinion, my observation, you are a disgrace before black Jesus. Class uh, to have a full academic scholarship. Went back to law school and, in fact, ended up in the top half of my class. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees from undergraduate school and 165 credits, only 123 credits. Biden now concedes he did not graduate in the top half of his law school class, that he does not have three degrees from college, and that he was not named outstanding political science student in college. Wow. Newsweek says Biden actually went to school on a half scholarship, ended up near the bottom of his class, and won only one degree, not three. Joe Biden ranked 76th in a class of 85 at the University of Syracuse Law School. I mean, this guy comes off this whole thing as a flyweight. Now Biden says, maybe with his right, his memory had failed him. And I'd be delighted to sit down and compare my IQ to yours if you'd like, Frank. Joe Biden was victimized by the truth. Bye-bye, Biden. Uh, he may not know it yet, but I think this is very going to be very uh, difficult for him to recover. Is Joe Biden oh, dead meat, yes or no? I think so. Bob? Terminal condition. Terminal. Eleanor. Yes, unless he comes in third in Iowa. <laughs> Morton. Dying. I say dead. We're Democratic presidential candidate Joseph Biden today faces a controversy. Three weeks ago at a debate at the Iowa State Fair, he used phrases identical to those delivered by British Labor Party leader Neil Kinnock. Biden seemed to be claiming Kinnock's vision and life as his own. Why is it that my wife is sitting out there in the audience? is the first in her family to ever go to college. Wayne is the first woman in her family in a thousand generations to be able to get the university. My ancestors who worked in the coal mines in northeast Pennsylvania and come up after 12 hours and play football. Eight hours underground and then come up and play football. It's because they didn't have a platform upon which to stand. There was no platform upon which they could stand. The notion that every thought or notion or idea you'd have to go back and find and attribute to someone, I think is 
quite frankly, uh, ludicrous. The problem here is that Senator Biden told his audience he'd just been thinking about these things, and he failed to give any credit at all to his famous British speechwriter. You know, I was thinking on the way over here. <laughs> now, that's a little too much, because as you point out, what's behind the words? What's there? And a lot of people, the rap on Biden has always been, it's just a surface. I should have said, to paraphrase Neil Kinnock, the only time I didn't in all the times I've used it but CBS News found a tape of a second instance it reappeared in the New York Times with a new charge that Biden had appropriated a famous litany from the late Robert Kennedy about what the gross national product cannot measure it cannot measure the health of our children the health of our children the quality of our education the quality of their education the joy of their play or the joy of their play Biden gave Kennedy no credit he has also quoted or paraphrased John Kennedy, Hubert Humphrey, and British Labor Party leader Neil Kinnock, all without credit. Joseph Biden admitted today that he committed plagiarism when he was in law school. He said it was a mistake, but that it was unintentional. He quoted five pages you? of someone else's work without proper citation. Five I've done some pages. dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. He was given an F. So ladies and gentlemen, I've been dumb. To the political community in Washington, it all seems of a piece. Plagiarism at law school, plagiarism on the stump. The great communicator. Strike that. The great imitator. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They'd look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. He said the little kids at the pool would come over. He was a lifeguard. They would come over and his legs were blonde in the sun and they would rub the legs down and watch the hair come back up, which means he's a hairy. That's another story for another time. That's pre, that, that, that's Neanderthal. But that's another story, another situation, another time. You should go listen to my interview with Dr. James Small, where he talks about the Neanderthal. But anyway, look. He says that he learned about roaches, children jumping on his lap, and he's going to say, I like children jumping on my lap. Now, <laughs> you voted for him. You voted for him you voted early let's continue and i've loved kids jumping on my lap and i've loved kids jumping on my lap and i've loved kids jumping on my lap we have this notion that somehow if you're poor you cannot do it poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids <laughs> sorry ah! Go ahead. oh my god no no I, I was not out marching you cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. It's a point. Am I, I'm not joking. And to get hot, I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, 
And you ain't black. They're going to put you all back in chains. Okay, people. This, I mean, this is, this is, this is, we can't, we can't show it any more clearer than what it is. And you early voted for this and you felt good about this. And when he gets in there, he's going to, through policy, finish his job. I don't hear any operatives calling up. Oh, they were calling up when we first started. They thought that they they thought we were just a talking head and that we were for one side, but they can't come they feel like they want to be in competition. We're not this is not a competition. This is about disseminating information for you to build your mind state. But they thought that they could compete with somebody but when you are not voting for either one. They have nothing for it because they know that you will bring out the facts and then the people can just take the facts and build their mind state on it. But for those who all voted early, uh, you are, in my opinion, my opinion, mom's been a disgrace to the race. Your, your actions, it's your attitude, it's your actions to show me what you, what you really are. Four minutes, close out, you got two minutes. Um, if this hasn't been enough for you, I mean, not that all the other weeks now we're at 80 hours of information, 80 hours of information. We took you to school. If you have not been able to this last stuff right here, make my jaw. Y'all haven't seen my jaw drop on any of the days. You heard me scream. You heard me yell. Um, I, I, I was able to get by without any superlatives, um, but you didn't see my draw drop until today, not out of surprise, but out of the gall of the things that he said, I don't care if it was back in the seventies, the leopard ain't changed his spot. He hasn't, uh, so as far as I know, he hasn't had any kind of spiritual transformation. So. Um, that same mentality and them same lips that spoke that stuff back then, that's the same lips that's speaking now. And like my brother said, you went out and you voted early for him thinking that you're doing something. And unfortunately, if we have the unfortunate occurrence that he becomes president of the United States, I'm getting me, I'm going to have to uh, take a lot of uh, car blocker pills because I'm going to have me a big bowl of popcorn all the time looking at the news. And I don't want every time I eat popcorn, my waist expands. So I'm going to have to have me some carb blockers on deck because I'm going to be eating popcorn with butter in it and enjoying the show. This is going to be four years of uncut entertainment. And then looking at y'all's faces, it's going to be just like it was when I was at the Paul Mooney concert that time when the faces around the audience was just as funny as his jokes. I'm going to be rolling. Look, people, we're here Monday through Friday, 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 p.m. Eastern to disseminate information. And some of the information is going to be medicine and it's going to taste bitter. But we bring you this. What does all this have to do with Jeffrey Tubin? Jeffrey Tubin 
It's for Biden. You see what Biden is. You see what Jeffrey Tubin is. Two different men, but similar in support of the other. And you voted for him in your meritorious mission. That's what it is. Get the mucus out your brain. Get the sugar out your brain. Go to episode 39 to learn about that. Get that out your brain so you can think clearly or just admit that you don't want to put work in because you just want everything done for you. People, this has been another great episode of Hashtag Observations TFR by Crazy D with my special guest host, my sister Tanya M. Congress. Again, we will see you tomorrow with another great information-filled episode. See you then. Here's the thing about Germany, why I made the curator's pick of the Hollywood French Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.